Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech entrepreneur and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain and break through the second pandemic, burnout. If you lead a company or badass team and need a proven evidence-based cognitive course to retain and develop them, this podcast is for you. Sarah helps humans break through burnout, have insane work-life balance, and feel magical at work and in their lives again. Here's your host, certified coach, and tech industry entrepreneur, Sarah Moody. Hey, rock stars. I hope you're all feeling effing fantastic this week. Or if not, hey, we've got a lot of podcasts that can help you with these incredible cognitive tools that I'm so madly in love with. So a lot of my students and a lot of teams are coming to me for group coaching around the fact that they're burnt out and they want to leave corporate America and they're fried and they're overwhelmed. So I'm going to do a whole series of podcasts around how to cure burnout. This is part one, chapter one. And in this session, really what we're going to focus on is understanding what's going on in the brain that's driving burnout. I'm actually seeing such high levels of burnout that I'm calling it the second pandemic. Why? Because more than a third of my students and the teams that I'm coaching feel they need to be available 24 seven. And about 50% believe they need to work long hours to get ahead. I talked to one client a couple of weeks ago and he's got a team of 300 people. He said, Sarah, everyone on my team feels some level of burnout. Some are fried, like heavy burnout. Some are light, but everyone's experiencing this. And I know as we go into this next chapter of economic challenges, macroeconomic issues, you know, I know there's going to be some layoffs. So I could already see that you and your existing teams are not going to have enough resources. I know you don't have enough right now, and you're still going to be expected to do the same amount of work. So we'll go into one tool right now that can really help you if you're feeling like you're living in a rut of burnout on a hamster wheel. This is the start of taking one little step to get off the hamster wheel. The other thing that I'm hearing as well is like work-life balance is non-existent. So I'm going to tackle that at a different podcast. And what's been so amazing to watch is I've just had a number of rock stars just graduate in the last month and they came in with burnout, like everything from, you know, I feel pretty good one day to I'm a hot crying mess and I can't get any of my work done. And my team's worried about me, you know, like another day. And so one of them in 90 days, she cured burnout. Another one, it took 180 days. So it's really varies from human to human, but absolutely these cognitive tools are just working. This week, I'm doing two cognitive workshops for Teams, Google and another company. And that is literally what I'm just going to start investing in is going to leaders and doing these workshops and really helping you and your team cure the second pandemic of burnout. All right. So we're going to dive into 
a lot of different things behind burnout. First, I want to talk about like the challenge that I see outside. So outside of us as humans. So the outside circumstances are source shortage. We all know about the talent shortage, the great resignation. Even just in tech, we've got 4 million unfulfilled jobs in the U.S. alone right now. So that's number one. So huge, massive burden on those of you that are, you know, in your jobs right now. Number two, truly, the world is a shit show right now. There's a lot, you know, the war, the imminent news about Roe v. Wade. There's just a, you know, the macroeconomic issues. I know there's a lot of load on your brain around what's going on in the world outside of you right now. And then number three, just navigating elder care. The kids are at home and, and the whole list of things that are on your plate outside of you just showing up and trying to do a great job at your career. So these are the challenges, the three challenges I see outside of you. And I hear about it with all my students and teams. And then what's going on inside inside of you as humans right now that I'm really seeing a lot of is this nonstop drive. And especially for those of you that your identity is female, definitely like oversteering on being polite and not interrupting and not thinking that you can say no without being perceived as like the problem team member. So Lots of giving and selfless giving and not being able to say no and fear of what people will think. And so there's a lot of beliefs that society has given us that I see on repeat right now in a lot of my students' brains. And definitely there's this overarching belief of If I want to get ahead and I want to get a promotion and I want to make more money, I have to work hard. That's how it happens, which I'm going to tell you right now from the woman who has two businesses and works four days a week. That's a big fat lie. I'm also seeing this huge drive, especially in certain tech companies to go for that promotion. I found this really funny meme the other day and it's this kid and he's in like a green and white little baseball t-shirt and his fist is all pumped and his lips are curled and, and the memes like I started my new job less than two months ago and I'm already on the promotion list. And we may laugh at that, but for a lot of us, that's the truth. Like that's literally where we want to be. That's how we feel. That's what we believe. And then, of course, as we know, we are going to be short-staffed forever. I don't see anything shifting in the imminent horizon. And combine that with you all feel like you can't say no and you need to be available 24-7, 365, or you'll be seen as the problem employee, or you'll be seen as not a team player, or you won't be respected, or you won't be trusted. So it makes sense. You're on this hamster wheel of beliefs. It makes sense that for so many of you, the light inside feels broken. 
You're on a hamster wheel of like rote duties. There's no light. There's no magic. There's no flying at 35,000 feet above the shit show. You're just working on that hamster wheel. And I understand. And what I'm going to share with you today is how to get out of that. So exactly, if you find yourself at work, like feeling cranky, feeling disillusioned, feeling like work feels unfulfilling, difficulty concentrating, procrastinating, feeling fried, overwhelmed, worried, these are all signs that you're in some stage of burnout. And it is curable, my friends, that I want you to know. So think about a pie right now, like think about like an apple pie. And there's two slices in the apple pie. And what I'm seeing is one slice is about 25% and one slice is 75%. And the 25% is the spinning, ruminating, anger, frustration, resentment, all the things going on in your brain, the spinning that's stopping you from getting work done. The 75, the other 75% of the pie chart is what I see as work in your career and, and thriving there. So this spinning is what we're going to look at today. The spinning in your brain. Okay. So how many of you feel like you can't say no and you must get it all done and it must get all done now and perfectly and you must be available 24-7 for your teammates? Just ask yourself that question right now. Do you identify with being that human? If so, keep listening, okay? So... Brain 101, I know it feels like your brain right now is working against you, but right now I want to share with you that none of us have been taught to manage our brain. We're not taught to train our brain, okay? And so about 90% of the thoughts that are going on in your brain right now, if you just took all your thoughts out of your brain and put them down on a piece of paper, just do that right now or just do that at the end of the podcast for like five minutes, you're going to see that actually about 90% of them are negative. I used to, a couple of years ago, I, I saw about 80% of the thought downloads were negative. Now it's up to about 90% plus. And when you say you think about say one of your colleagues, oh my God, he's such a pain in the ass. When you think that thought, you probably feel frustrated, annoyed, angry. And what do you do when you feel frustrated or annoyed or angry? Maybe you feel angry. You probably complain about him to your colleagues. You probably do some ruminating and spinning. So just think through all the things that you do where the result you're creating for yourself because you have this negative thought error about your colleague is then you're not showing up for your badass self as that magical, smart, creative, inspired, calm, confident human, right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. 
So for those of you that are newer to my podcast, I love to take the brain and divide it into two camps. You've heard about the lizard brain, the primitive brain. I call that your puppy. This is your puppy brain. And for those of you that, you know, understand like OKRs or understand metrics or results, I think of him as the results thief. He's always scanning for danger. This is why your thoughts, most of them are negative. And he likes things to be really easy. He definitely does not want you to say no to additional work or say no to your colleagues, or he definitely wants you to be available 24, seven, 365. So he is one of the reasons why you're feeling burnt out. Okay. The thoughts that come out of that side of your brain. The other side of your brain is the prefrontal cortex, the human brain, the newer brain. This I call the results maker, this side of your brain, because this is where your long-term deepest desires I know you want to have work-life balance. I know you want to feel connected to your teams. I know you want to just feel at ease in life and feel like work can be easy and fun. And you can have all of that when you learn how to train your brain and really leverage your CEO brain. And because... Most of us were not taught how to train our brain. Most of us are living in our primitive puppy brain, right? And I love this analogy of he's the little puppy that you brought home from the pound. He's peeing in your house. He's chewing your furniture. He's pooping everywhere. He's not been trained. And that's what we need to do. We need to train your puppy brain, train your brain because your thoughts like that thought of my colleagues, such a you know, pain in my ass, is creating a result where you're showing up as a pain in the ass and you're not showing up for yourself. So your thoughts will always create your reality. And I love, you know, I'm obsessed with cognitive tools, as you all know. And so I know that thoughts are optional. That's cognitive tool 101. They're just sentences in your brain. So we're going to use our CEO brain to change our reality of feeling burnt out by changing our thoughts and our beliefs. So I want you to visualize you sitting on your couch right now with your TV screen in front of you and a big box of popcorn and on the screen are all of your thoughts. Okay. So I want you to be an observer, a watcher of your brain. Your brain is the most powerful supercomputer on the planet. And right now, my friend, you're using 5% of it. Okay. So on the screen is, are all of your thoughts. And that thought download is what we're going to look at. So ask yourself some, and I'll, I'll do this at the end of the podcast as well, but What are your thoughts about setting boundaries at work? What are your thoughts about saying no? What are your thoughts about just trusting yourself that you know your priorities and everything else is noise? I want you to start thinking about these questions. Okay, so tool number two. So tool number one is the thought download, taking all your thoughts out of your brain, writing them down. 
Tool number two is the framework. And the framework is a tool that we all use every day in thought work that shows how your thoughts, like my teammates, such a pain in the ass, or no matter what I do at work, it's not good enough. Those thoughts will always create your reality. So the framework has five categories and what's most important is the first category, which is a fact. And this is just neutral words. What's going to stand up under court of law before a judge, something we can all agree upon, like your job, a white car, a red apple, right? We can all agree on those things. So that's a fact. Now, what's your thought when you think about that fact? So say the fact is your job. One of the thoughts I hear and repeat with my students is no matter what I do, it's never good enough. The next category is feeling. What one feeling do you feel when you think that thought? I hear a lot of frustrated and angry. And then my next question is always, well, what do you do or not do when you feel that feeling? And I hear a lot of, I complain about work to my family and friends. I stew in negative thought loops, that whole spinning concept I talked about earlier. And I scroll on social media a lot, Sarah, instead of working. And then I ask, well, what, you know, what's the result that all of those actions create for you? And it's resentment. I feel resentment. I, I procrastinate. I'm scrambling to get my work done. I'm feeling fried, right? Only because your brain has a thought, no matter what I do, it's never good enough. So the minute you start seeing and dissecting and using this framework to look at the thoughts in your brain and be open to believing that by rewiring your brain and coming up with a believable thought, you completely change your feeling, your felt experience, and what you do and how you show up at work. So that is tool number two. So another great example is say you've got three priority ones on the calendar that are due Thursday, close of business. A thought error where you're definitely not going to serve yourself is like, I have so much on my plate. There's no way I can get it done. Right. And then you feel stressed and then you work late and you skip the gym and you don't set boundaries and say no. And this is why you're feeling fried, resentful, and you're not showing up for yourself at work or at home because of that thought. Now, here's what a lot of my students are using that's really blowing their mind. So the, the fact still stays the same, you know, we've got a resource shortage, but we're, you know, we're all high performers and those three P1s on the calendar due Thursday COB are not going to go away. And we're not going to get some magical new team members on our team, right? That's, that's a long shot. So what thought feels believable? And a thought that we're practicing a lot right now is I'm open to believing I can do B plus work and still deliver great deliverables. You know, parentheses, I'm a high performer. And so then you feel a little open, like a sigh in your body. And then you set a timer for 90 minutes. 
and you remind yourself that you're a high performer and B plus works enough and you turn off notifications and you work and you take breaks and then you focus again. And the result you create for yourself because of that thought, I'm open to believing I can do B plus work and still deliver great deliverables is you complete them in time and you show up for yourself and your life. So you really practice constraint and break up with perfectionist thinking and know that you're a high performer and that you are more than nothing enough right now. You don't need to prove anything to anyone. So our thoughts in our brain are the only reason why we're feeling stress, anxiety, fear, and overwhelm. All the feelings of burnout is because of our thoughts. So what thoughts are on repeat for you most days? Take a note of those. So then what we've seen is awareness of our thoughts and feelings, right? The thought of, I'm open to believing I can do B plus work and still deliver great deliverables. And the feeling of a little open, see that thought and feeling that really felt believable put my student back in their CEO brain, right? Where they showed up, they got the work done. It was B plus, it was enough. They went to the gym and had dinner with their family. Okay. So I'm going to offer to you three tools that I'd like you to consider practicing and building into your life to reduce burnout. Number one is training your brain using those two tools, the thought download and the framework. Use those tools for five or 10 minutes every day to identify what's going on in your brain. Visualize yourself sitting on the couch with the popcorn, looking at your brain and looking at the thought errors that are creating you feeling fried and overwhelmed and burnt out and the thoughts that are serving you. Like, I'm open to believing I can say no to my colleague and still be perceived as a team player and not the problem employee. So training your brain is number one. And number two is really embracing discomfort. It's hard to say no. It's hard to train your brain. I'm not going to say that your brain like loves to do new things. Your brain hates doing new things. But think about the last time you did something new. It's the same muscle like going to the gym. So embrace some discomfort and really think about your future self. You want a life with work-life balance. You want time with a family. You want to feel calm and confident. And that reality and those feelings are completely available to you today when you train your brain. Notice and love yourself when you notice that it's hard to say no. Just love yourself through that, okay? It's really important to honor yourself first. Say no to extra work or reprioritize your work and really stay grounded in the belief that you're already a high performer. You're already enough. And also too, just know 
that you will know that this is working, that you're starting to shift out of burnout with these two simple tools by how you feel in your body. Are you feeling a little bit more calm at work? Are you feeling a little bit more like, I got this? So thought download, use the framework. Those are the two tools. And then really embrace the discomfort of rewiring your brain. But here's what I can promise you. I've been using these tools now for two and a half years. And I've done a complete 180 in my life around burnout. I feel magically alive at work. My students feel magically alive at work. They know how to say no. They've built work-life balance into their life. They've embraced discomfort and done hard things. All right. You got this. I love you. I'm going to give you a couple of those prompts that I asked earlier. So you've got a little bit of a start to this. Answer these questions. What are your thoughts about setting boundaries at work? What are your thoughts about saying no? What are your thoughts about trusting yourself that you know your priorities and everything else is noise? Do a thought download on each of these prompts. Take the unintentional thinking that's creating worry, anxiety, self-doubt, and plug it into the framework. And if you need any help at all, just send a note to our team. All right. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. If you're loving what you're learning in the podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your life and your career again. So join me over at saramoody.com forward slash rockstar program. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.